This is the Warm Springs program on KWSO. The PACT Act is a new law that expands VA health care and benefits for veterans exposed to burn pits, Agent Orange, and other toxic substances. The PACT Act adds to the list of health conditions that assume or presume are caused by exposure to these substances. This law helps provide generations of veterans and their survivors with the care and benefits they've earned and deserve. To be eligible for backdated benefits, you need to file a PACT Act claim by Wednesday, August 9th. Veterans Advocate Mike Williams talks about the PACT Act. It's very important to get that retroactive, get a letter of intent in. No, it doesn't have to be. It's a letter of intent that you're going to file on an exposure. And whether it was Iraq, Afghanistan, Vietnam, wherever. Uh, Vietnam now is recognized with over 20 different maladies, new ones, new maladies regarding Agent Orange. So, uh, you know, and each one of the campaigns have their own specific uniqueness. And uh, whether it's uh, burn pits or whatever it might be, uh, doggone oil wells burning or, you know, if there's any question in your mind, file an intent. The worst can happen is in the end, they're going to deny it, and then you just go back and work at it further and fine-tune it. If you don't get two or three denials, you're, you're probably not doing anything. Williams says you can learn more about what you need to file online. They can go online. That's a possibility, and it's available right there. You can talk to any service organization, uh, VFW, American Legion, DAV. DAV is great, and, and everybody else is too. They've got officers on the ready. Of course, your veteran service officer. Right now, Warm Springs, uh, unfortunately, is without a, an appointed veteran service officer. We do have two certified VSOs here in Jefferson County, which is a kind of a unique thing for us. And... Uh, uh, they're on the ready to assist uh, veterans and families also with claims and provide information. Their phone number is 541-475-5228. And you got to set up an appointment. And that's why, like, going ahead and doing a letter of intent online, if you're savvy on that stuff, do it. Get it done. Get that letter of intent submitted and then go ahead and get your appointment with your VSO to follow up with a, with a claim. So uh, identify your issue, whatever the issue might be, burn pits or, or Agent Orange. There's still uh, room for, uh, you know, World War II and Vietnam veterans and Korea veterans to file a claim regarding this PACT Act and, and get retroactive one-year pay perhaps. So it's not always going to be the case, but it may well be. There's also, of course, VSOs, veteran service officers in Wasco, Crook, and Deschutes County. And you, we have our vet center in Bend. Uh, the vet center is not going to be so apt to file a claim as your veteran service officers. I'm kind of chasing down a lot of information on it. Previously denied claims may be reviewable by the VA for presumptive exposures. And that's what this all falls into is presumptive exposures as far as toxic exposure. And uh, if you were in the campaign in the area, uh, the probability is you got exposed, you know. And uh, 
So that it would be a filing of a supplemental claim if you had a previously denied claim. And they're coming through. They're being won. And it's a wonderful thing. Uh, the list is expanded, as I was mentioning earlier, for Agent Orange, 20, over 20 new ailments. And uh, then, of course, your burn pits and uh, radiation from World War II and maybe today. Uh, radio tower people up on the hill, they say, well, I was never around that stuff. Well, yeah, you were. You just didn't know it, you know. And uh, so they, you know, one thing that I tell my son is make notes. Sit down and, and quiet time and rethink everything and get it down on paper so it can be passed along. I'm talking six generations. My great-grandson's great-grandson can be affected by my exposure to Agent Orange in Vietnam in 1970 to 72. And uh, so I don't know if the other exposures will fall into that realm, but this is on paper with the VA, that, that transgenerational uh, malady can take place uh, in a variety of different forms. So uh, go for and post 9-11 veterans need to get their files claimed Claims filed uh, by 9:30:23, and uh, talk to your uh, information. Uh, talk to your veteran service officer. Get your information, and uh, and get that done. Uh, new federal uh, guidelines allow 15 years after the issuance of a DD-214. Uh, to file for health benefits. Now we're gonna. We're going to fight this, you know, because a lot of times you don't find out until 30, 40 years later that you've got something, and then perhaps it becomes presumptive or you got to fight for it to be. And uh, so we're going to work on that, but right now that's the way it is. So that means, as, a, as an example, that if you were uh, discharged and got your DD-214 in your hand in August of 2008, You've got until the end of this month to get a claim filed for health benefits. So that's a 15-year period. My endeavor is to make sure that my son has better benefits available to him when he decides to roll out of the Marine Corps than I did when I stepped out. And so that's part of my burn, if you will, uh, is to make sure that... Uh, our returning veterans are getting what the government's supposed to do. And I'm not going to get on my milk box here. Government's supposed to take care of veterans. The veterans sign the dotted line to offer their life up to their fellow man and country. And the government said they were going to take care of them when they got back. And they aren't doing that as well as they should have historically. They're getting better. It is getting better. Uh, families. Many survivor benefits exist for uh, deceased veterans' families, uh, not just wives, but children. And so uh, that's worth looking into online and study it up a little bit. Go see your VSO. I'm, I'm thumping my Bible here on the VSO. That's the deal. you got to act. And uh, so that particular thing is called the DIC, or Dependency and Indemnity compensation program and so there actually can be not absolutely but can be a cash award for family members 
uh, after the passage of a veteran, male or female. And I'm going to keep mentioning that female. You lady veterans, get down there and get your claims filed. It's hard to get you out here and, and uh, take care of business if you don't step up. So we've got lots of good uh, uh, female representatives around right here in Jefferson County. We've got uh, Laura Moore, a uh, veteran herself, and so she's anxious to see female veterans come through the door. The VA benefits process is a work in progress and historically riddled with some complexity and misinformation. Uh, I deal with this misinformation all the time today. So the electronics health records system is broken and they finally recognized it after enough people grumbled about it and for years and so uh, last April they shut it down and suspended it and July it went into full suspension and they expect it to be back in play in, in March of 24 okay and uh, and they're thinking that they're going to have a mega improved thing. I certainly hope so because it just basically uh, was was a pain in the posterior to try to work with. Uh, get community care. Community care is right here. You don't have to go to Portland. You don't have to go to Bend. You know, I still got to go to Portland even though I'm involved in community care. And they'll tell you, well, you got to have one or the other. Okay, well... My primary is the VA, okay? This is how it works for me, and so that's the way I'm registered. My primary is the VA, but then when they call me up and say, well, we want you to come to Portland, I say, well, you know, this is just a PSA test, for gosh sakes. Can I do it right here in my local community? Well, yeah, you know, and so then we go through a process, get connected with community care, but my primary is still a VA, and... Because the community care program is great, but a lot of our community doctors, when I first asked them, what do you know about Agent Orange, they asked who, you know. And uh, so uh, you got to be cautious about who you've got in the community. We've got some good people right here locally in Madras. And uh, anyhow, right now it's undergoing a reset program, that electronics record, health records, that's called EHR. And uh, while today's benefits or claims process may appear overwhelming, uh, it's improving. So don't be woke, be aware, be informed, claim your benefits. Doing the research, finding out what your options are, and, and pressing the envelope. You know, right now I'm chasing, I'm lurking around the governor's advisory committee. And uh, I just chased him down to Grant's Pass, and I went down with Keith Baker, actually, and uh, or not with him, but met him down there. And so we have another one coming up in September uh, in John Day, and, and I'm taking the information that I get from people right here in our community and taking it to them, just like I did the last time. One of my key issues was transportation you know ODVA put out X amount of dollars to ODOT and ODOT dispersed it uh, to CET and others throughout the state and then we had a denial rate uh, that was uh, kind of 
eye-opening, and so I, I started with a couple other veteran brothers, that, that, and we started beating the drum on that, and the denial rate has dropped, things have improved, uh, you know, and so when I, when I take information like that, uh, I was talking to Miss Fitzpatrick personally, the director of ODVA, appointed by the governor, and she reports what the committee reports to her. She reports what's relevant to the governor. And so I told Ms. Fitzpatrick that, that I had called her office trying to get information on the rural health care transportation for veterans and was told that the VA did not have a transportation program that I should call DAV and the Portland and this and that. And so I went ahead and played the game and made the calls and they said, no, 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 which I already knew, but I followed the chain. And so I told Miss Fitzpatrick, I don't know, but it seems to me if ODVA put out 20 million plus dollars, you've got a transportation program, even though somebody else is administering it. But the point being is that when I called your office, I got somebody at the other end that told me, we don't have a transportation program. You don't have anybody to talk to. Misinformation. You know, there's, there's, there's better information that could have been had there. Veterans who are eligible for VA health care benefits and have a VA authorized appointment are eligible for transportation. Williams says in Central Oregon, transportation may be available from Cascades East Transit. They receive money from ODOT. ODOT received it from ODVA, and it is their charge to transport veterans for medical appointments for free. Okay, and if that veteran needs a wheelchair, they need to provide a wheelchair-acceptable vehicle, even if it's a small van, sometimes it's a taxi whatever it might be, but there's a process. To learn more about transportation options, contact the Oregon Department of Veterans Affairs to find out how to access transportation here in Central Oregon. We've got American Legion Veterans of Foreign Wars in Madras that local veterans are, are welcome to come down and sit in on meetings. Uh, you're welcome to, to transfer over until whatever in the future comes, but you're welcome to come in and sit in on meetings. Uh, I did a town hall here recently and got some information out, and I'm going to try to do one maybe every six months right here in Madras. And uh, it's just difficult to come by this information unless you're in the information trough, if you will. That's Mike Williams, a local veterans advocate who specializes in learning about and sharing information that can benefit veterans. We're uh, serving veterans and families, championing youth excellence, awarding scholarships uh, from uh, VFW here, the national scholarship winner, a high school student, won $35,000. Yeah, and so... Uh, on a state and local level, we normally uh, see like 500 to to $1,000 go out to them. I think the last time we set out four scholarship people to go to district, go to state, and then go to state to regional, I think, and then to national. And, and while one of our people did not take first place, the first place winner did get $35,000, and that's, that's impressive. And they're writing... Uh, articles on on uh, citizenship and and democracy and 
and uh, what it means to be an American and what the First Amendment, Seventh Amendment, whatever, you know. Uh, it's pretty impressive to listen to these kids. I, I didn't know that, you know. And uh, so it, it's impressive. They're hot. They're going. You know, we're insisting veterans with medical needs and transportation. Uh, if they can't get transportation, we'll find a way for that transportation to happen. But we got to get contacted, and we got to have some lead time. Pursuing uh, advocacy at uh, local, state, and, and federal levels, you know, through the VFW, Legion, DAV, I'm constantly getting notices on my cell phone and on my email about legislation that's coming through for women, for men, every every doggone piece of, you know, sexual trauma, uh, whatever it might be for women and men. And uh, so it just comes down to the form. All I got to do is push a button. They've already written the letter. And I push that button and it goes out to our congressman. And then our congressman takes a voice to Washington, D.C. and says, I've got X amount of calls on this issue. So that's the way we get it to Washington, D.C. And that's why I belong to multiple organizations because I get a little piece of voice in each one of them. And then each one of them talk in Washington, D.C. So I'm getting another inch for my nickel, you know. Um, you know, we've got Honor Guard service here. We just recently uh, did services here for a brother veteran. Uh, at Warm Springs up at Sinasho. And that was always an honor to be able to do that for the veteran and the family. You know, we're, we're offering uh, services to family as well as the veterans. Veterans advocate Mike Williams talking about local veteran support. Honoring veterans by making sure they have information about benefits and opportunities for veterans on the Warm Springs program on 91.9 FM, KWSO.